Welcome to Backstack Pickle, 96th Street. It's Quarry and Schultz here on Fox Sports 97.5. Matt Painter was great, as always. Really enjoyed talking to him. Jeff Brom, also waiting very patiently on hold. The athletic Derek, director. I think we're in hot Purdue, water here. Mike Babinski. Well, I, I'm just going to blame it all on pain. I, yeah, I, I was unaware. They, they let us know, but... Mike, we're sorry to keep you on the Omnisource guest line waiting for so long, but Matt Painter wanted to get in his... Um, you Darvish scouting report and also talk a little bit about the Cubs. So thanks for being patient with us. We really appreciate it. Uh, you got to let the celebrities do their thing. You know, it's, uh, that's, that's... <laughs> I mean, I apologize. That's what you have right. to do. Uh, this is a great event. We're down here at stack pickle in Indy, and I know you're making your way back down from Detroit, but we're here with the John Purdue club. Um, what is this? You've been to these events. I remember last year you were at top golf and fishers with us yeah. uh, in, in your time here at Purdue, Mike, What's it mean to you to have this kind of support from John Purdue Club and just Purdue fans in general, whether they're donor, donors or not, you know, coming here and, and kind of understanding the culture and, and understanding the overwhelming support that these athletic teams have in West Lafayette and beyond? Uh, it's, it's been spectacular, uh, guys. Uh, you know, we, we couldn't be, I couldn't be more appreciative of the way our folks believe in what we do and how we do it and support our young people and our, and our coaching staffs. Uh, it's just terrific, and, and I heard you. I heard you on there with Matt, and you referred a little bit to, uh, to what, what it was like down in Louisville, and, and Matt referred to what it was like in Hartford. You know, the fact that it's not just when we're at home in Mackey or in Ross Aid or in our, in our other venues, you know, our folks take it on the road, and uh, you know, we did the same thing in Nashville at the bowl game. You know, we had, you know, if you ask the Music City Bowl folks, they would tell you that no team uh, outside of the SEC group that, that traveled there has ever brought as many people as we did to Nashville. And uh, it's it's just a great thing to see, and it makes a difference. Our our, our young folks feel it; they appreciate it. Uh, it gives you a, a big time program feel, and we're really grateful for it. You know, one of the things, Mike, and I wanted you to touch on this. Mike Babinski, the athletic director at Purdue, is our guest, and I'm not asking this to disparage those that 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 aren't necessarily this way. But from a basketball standpoint, one of the things that I I told Coach Painter that I really appreciated about Purdue this year. Texas Tech in that same category, Virginia in that same category. And that is just the overall team effort and cohesiveness yeah. of of the way they played. If you're a Purdue fan, I can't see that you would be anything other than tremendously proud at the way the student-athletes represented the university. Is that a fair statement? It's, it is more than fair. It, it, it's a 100% accurate. Uh, you can't believe the number of people that came up to, I know, to Matt, to myself, and others. Uh, post the uh, Elite Eight game and just talked about exactly that, the sportsmanship, the, the correspondence we got from Virginia fans. People, Virginia fans took the time to write uh, emails, letters, and say, you know what, we, we won the game and we appreciate that, but the way that your, your young guys competed, the sportsmanship that was demonstrated throughout the game uh, was exactly the way it's supposed to be, and, and that doesn't happen by accident. That happens because coaches like we have, like Coach Painter, Coach Person, Coach Brown that are down there today, they recruit young people that represent that and are willing to buy into a, a team concept and, and aren't here just for their own individual glory. And that's it, So it's, it takes some effort to do it, but boy, it's great when it works out. I know there are always tweaks and changes here and there, Mike, but when you have a guy at the helm of your basketball program like Matt Painter, who's established the culture that he has, does it make your job a lot easier? Is it almost one of those situations where, hey, that's, you know, men's basketball, that's self-sufficient because I know paint's going to take care of everything. Well, you know, I think one of the things that uh, is important for us to do, and, and I think we've done that 
over these last several years uh, is make sure that we engage Matt in conversation about you know, what are the things that, that he sees as gaps or as needs for our program to continue to advance. You know, you can't ever go to sleep on it because the rest of the world is, is moving and, and moving quickly. So, you know, this, this offseason, for instance, we're going to redo the men's women's basketball offices. You know, as, as staffs have grown, we've sort of out, out kicked our space in Mackey. So we're going we're gonna to expand and grow that. We're going to refresh the locker rooms. We're going to continue to find ways to do things that keep those programs competitive. I, re- I really believe this, particularly on the men's side, that's what we're talking about right now. I think our best days are ahead of us. I really do believe that this year uh, with the guys that are returning that got not, not only a taste but walked away from that Virginia game with a real hunger to get back and, and, and finish the job, uh, that, that sets you up for great success. We want to make sure they have all the tools necessary to make that happen. In terms of Mike Babinski is our guest, the athletic director at Purdue. Mike, in terms of the uh, financial gain that comes for an athletic department, which is a bigger payout for a school, an Elite Eight basketball performance or a bowl game in football? Well, you know, neither of those generate direct financial uh, rewards to, to us here at Purdue. The way the Big Ten does all their finances, and, and, and I think it's a great philosophy, and they've done it for, for years. This is sort of the founding principle. Everything's shared equally. So all the bowl revenues, all the men's basketball uh, championship your units that are earned uh, all go into one big pot, and we all split it equally. So it, it sort of gives you that uh, ability to be all for one uh, when, when you talk about the Big Ten. We, we all, while we compete very intensely with each other, it's also important that, that we support other folks when they have success because at the end of the day, we all share in that. So, so it, it doesn't give us any direct impact other than the brand recognition, the sort of the elevation of the Purdue name and brand. Uh, we, we couldn't have had a better commercial over those last two weeks in March uh, than the way our, our men's basketball team played, the way that, as you said earlier, the way they handled themselves. But just the, you know, the, the, the intensity, the heavyweight bouts that we had against Tennessee and Virginia going right down to the wire, really highly rated games. Those, those, things, those things come back to you in other ways. It may not be direct dollars, but, boy, there's a, there's a payoff for sure. We talked with you, Mike Babinski, the athletic director at Purdue. We talked with you after the Jeff Brom contract extension about – uh, you know, you know, putting. <laughs> we, we talked with you. Sorry, I'm going over the PA a little bit here. We talked with yeah. you about you know, kind of putting your money where your mouth is and being really aggressive to keep Jeff Brom. Yeah. Um, I went through some of the details and the financials of that, and you know, it, it's very clear that under your leadership, it, it seems that Purdue has put itself in a different place. I, I just don't know if this is an athletic program, 10, 15 years ago that that would have put themselves in in this kind of a place. This is the brand that you wanted to establish for Purdue Sports, right? I know it's just a contract, but it, it felt like it was almost a message that uh, this is what's going to be the new expectation for Purdue Athletics. You know, I, I think it's there is some of all of that that goes into it for sure. We wanted to make make clear, uh, first of all, to Jeff that, that, that his leadership was something that we had a, a, a very strong and, and unquestioned desire to continue. You know, we feel like, you know, he, he, is, he and his staff have done remarkable work in these first two years taking us from a sort of below sea level position to, uh, to where we now believe we have a chance over these next couple of years to really grow into a, a top flight championship level program. And, and we didn't want to disrupt that. So it was important to, uh, to do everything in our power to, to make, make that happen. Uh, but it only happens when you've got a, a university leadership that 
that aligns. Uh, so President Daniels clearly is a big piece of all this. Our board, which is which is great, and uh, you know, headed by Mike Bergloff out of Indianapolis, and, and many other really successful and, and, and supportive Purdue people, they, they're they're all in on this with us, and uh, and I couldn't, you know, it doesn't get done without that. So it's certainly not it's certainly not something I'm going to take credit for solely. Last thing here, Mike, and we appreciate your patience and all of that and your time today. Uh, what else is in the cooker for Purdue? You mentioned some of the renovations with Mackey. What else is on your agenda here moving forward into the 1920 uh, sports year? Sure. Uh, you know, there's, there's never a lack of things you'd like to get done, uh, and, and we're going to continue to do that. We just opened up a brand-new academic center in the, in the, in the ground floor of the Breeze uh, building. Our old football locker room was just converted into a, in a beautiful new academic space, which is used by all of our athletes, and we're really proud of that. Uh, we're going to do some things technology-wise in Holloway Gym. Add some video board elements in there that uh, I think will really jazz that place up. We're going to do something in the north end zone at Ross H Stadium in time for this football season. You'll see a, they call it a monster ribbon board that will wrap the entire upper area uh, you know, where, the, where the Purdue lettering is in the, in the stands. It'll go from from the P all the way to the E. Uh, it'll be 10 feet high, really high-position video. I think it'll add some really nice uh, game game elements and some, some energy and some excitement to that end of Ross State Stadium. And a year from now, we hope to do uh, a replacement of that video board in the south end zone, which is really sort of limping to the finish line. It's about three years past its useful life, and we hope we can squeeze one more out of it and then and then get that replaced in, uh, for the 2020 season. So we're, there, there are constantly things in motion, and then there's a bigger Ross Aid renovation project that's in the planning and sort of concept development stage right now. It's like our show, Derek. We just keep hoping we can squeeze one more year out of it. We're always in the concept development phase on this show, Mike. <laughs> that, that's for sure. Hey, keep up the great work, and we've really enjoyed the, the party here with John Purdue Club, and we will see you up in West Lafayette uh, coming up here in a couple of months for football season. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me.